I'm Adrian. I'm Hannah. And this is Chit Chat. Okay. Number one. Here we go. We're live. First, first podcast. First epi. First, first epi. First epi of Adrian and I's podcast. Welcome, everybody. Welcome. Um, do you want to say what our podcast is about? Sure, yeah. So our podcast is going to be about interviewing and conversations with people that we like and about things that we like. We couldn't really decide if we wanted it to be about certain subjects or if we just wanted to talk to people that we wanted to talk Just cool to. people about <laughs> yeah. things that they had going on and what they found interesting. So um, it might be different each week. We might bring on an expert one week, you know. And then an expert. Week we might just be talking <laughs> with our besties. We know? might be able to bring on like coffee experts or music experts yeah. or something yeah, like that and just ask some questions. anybody knows anyone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're compiling a list right now of the people yeah. that we want to interview and things that we kind of want to talk about. So yeah. Nate, it could I be different every week. Closer, yeah. um, but we decided to start off with like someone super easy, like super <laughs> low maintenance, just like and super chill, and that's um, yeah, yeah. my husband, Nathan Slutes. Nate is the first guest. And um, Adrian's wow. friend. Yeah, so, you know, I guess we should introduce him. Each of us should yeah. take a turn to introduce sure. him. Okay, so I met Nathan in 20... Can we just move this couch closer? Yeah, we can move the couch closer. I met you in 2015, I think. And um, we've been inseparable ever since. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, well, actually, Adrian helped set us up. Yeah. Sort of through lying. <laughs> You would like go yeah. up to Nate and be like, "Wait, I, no, did you?" I like would tell it. I, I would tell Hannah that yeah. Nate was like super yeah. into music, yeah, loved like, coffee. coffee loved I don't know if really you ever good. talked about Hannah. Yeah, I don't know. You didn't need convincing. I did. That's fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's when we met. We got married, twenty eighteen, and then in twenty. 20, we moved in with Adrian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and we're Jared. still stuck with him. And still. we're still stuck with him. Uh, yeah, that's how. That's my relation to the guest. That's a pretty, it. pretty simple. Well, it's more just like a timeline. I guess it's not okay. really about you, but Adrian. Well, if that. we're speaking about a timeline, yeah. <laughs> I actually knew Nate before you did. Yeah, that's, that's true. Because uh, Nate and I were both homeschooled and living in Hamilton. So we actually knew each other when we were like seven years old kind of thing like quite quite young there's some there's like a picture in one of my family's like photo albums like a printed picture that of me and nate playing soccer we went uh, mini golfing sometimes homeschool events which was awesome um and then nate moved away and then we caught up again uh when we were going to redeemer together so So, i was asking nate the other day to tell me a memory he's never told me before okay (laughs) and he was like i was like come on just think of one and then he um (laughs) he's like i remember skating i don't know where where he said you were skating was that cops coliseum now the first ontario center He's like, we were skating at Cops Coliseum, and then I remember skating with Adrian, and we were both really bad. Really? And he remembers Jeff being, like, super fast, oh. and that you guys were both, like, <laughs> really envious of Jeff. So funny. I, I remember Jeff, like, always dragging his skate yeah. when he turned, and I yeah. thought it was the coolest thing at the time. 
<laughs> that's so funny. I had forgotten about that, but that totally makes that's sense. That's pretty cute. That is really cute. That's uh, funny. So, um, I guess that was not really about me, but we'll get to know all about him through mm-hmm. this podcast, hopefully. Because you're someone that we yeah. like. So, oh, why we're interviewing you? Actually, before, like like we give presentations or anything why doesn't yeah. Nate give a quick description of like who he is yeah. what are you up to what are you about what do you got going on yeah well I feel like I'm in kind of an in-between season right now mm-hmm. um, as far as what I'm doing okay so I'm kind of juggling a whole bunch of stuff mm-hmm. so one day you know I'm laying solid mm-hmm. you know, getting dirty working with the Vanderwoods which is Love usually it. kind of the highlight of my week to be honest yeah Doing a little bit of personal training at ALP Training Institute, mm-hmm. working mm-hmm. with some athletes there, which is super fun. And then when I'm not doing that, I'm at the hospital, kind cool. of going for walks and helping out on the ABI unit at the rehab center. Sweet. So, yeah. Yeah. That's it. So I, and what are your hobbies? Hobbies are <laughs> everything you'll probably hear about when we get into <laughs> Hey, don't the There's many hobbies. If you had to have like a pie graph about like which thing you're more focused on or anything, like are they, it's all pretty equal. Kind of like as far as yeah, your work. time and like what you're focused on. Like my jobs yeah, or yeah. just jobs. Um, well, yeah, all my jobs are so different. Um, yeah, sod is pretty, in some sense, mindless, and just kind of a great way for me to move and be outside. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of yeah, shut your mind off and just kind of work, which is. Which I do really enjoy. Mm-hmm. The hostel's pretty laid back. Mm-hmm. Not super challenged there as far as kind of work wise, but then the gym requires kind of a lot of focus. Mm. So they're all kind of weighted differently. Yeah, true. The gym's only a few hours a week right now, mm. um, but the amount of time and effort I put into yeah, it's those few hours comparatively to the other things is true. a lot higher. What'd you eat for dinner today? <laughs> so at the gym, uh, my boss Adam, uh, he makes yeah. these really, really, really good protein bars, oh, nice. um, and usually they're out of stock. And I kind of have a, a weakness for them, and they are that good. They're actually that good. He so makes them himself. He does. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Had some at a work party the other day. They're really good. Makes them on like a cookie sheet, and he's got like all these pre-orders, and they're always pretty much sold out. Mm. But during the summer, like. He rarely had them, and I kind of got a liking to them earlier in the spring. But in the fall, he's been making them a whole bunch. So every time I come in, I, I got to pay for them, rightly so. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but they're like they're five bucks a bar, which isn't cheap, but worth yeah. it. But these days, every every time I'm coming into work, um, he's got them in stock. So you're buying one every time? Yeah, recently I've been buying a lot of. That's like, yours. so does that mean I can get a good coffee every time? Well, you do. I don't, I don't, I don't get a coffee every day at work. Wait, I thought that you ate Kit Kat. No, yeah, I'm getting tired. Oh. Anyway, so I, I walked into work. I was tempted initially, mm-hmm. right away. Um, to buy a protein To bar. buy a protein bar. Mm-hmm. I was tempted kind of before I started my session. I held off. And then uh, one of the other staff there, Frank, uh, asked me, oh, are there any of the chocolate bars left? Anyway, so I was getting pretty hungry, and they had stored a whole bunch of mini chocolate bars in the, like the staff filing cabinet for mm-hmm. us. And I was writing some cards for some clients, and uh, I remembered that the chocolate bars were there. So 
I helped myself to a few. <laughs> How many is a few? I had three arrow, <laughs> three coffee crisp, and two Kit Kat. But they were I many. Guess they were many. Yeah, they're not I didn't five. know that before. Yeah. But the thing <laughs> when I get hungry, I have this tendency to go hard. And, and but you, it's too. so annoying because it was like <laughs> so it funny. was like our first date, which you were there for because yeah, we were in I BC. And we, it was when we were all in BC at the oh, same time. Oh, yeah, okay. And Nate and I went on like a first date, and you were hanging out with you. Didn't you go for dinner by yourself? I think so. I think you went like to that. dinner I by yourself. Yeah. like, I'm going to go get dinner by myself. I was so proud of myself yeah. when I did that. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, my friend was doing something that night. And so we were going to go have like a picnic on the beach. And then, like, True. we went to the grocery store to get stuff. And then Nate's like, I'm just so hungry now. I have to eat something now. I was mm-hmm. like, can't you just wait? Like, we're buying all these mm-hmm. nice cheese and crackers and stuff. And then Nate, like, downed a whole box of granola bars <laughs> in the grocery store. And then on the beach, I ate by myself because he was full. That's <laughs> oh, so funny. Yeah. There's a flip side of it, too, though, because sometimes Nate gets in moods where he's really hungry and you can just get him to go to Don's or something. Yeah, like that. It's, and it's just great because it's like, hey, uh, Nate, want to go to Don's? It's bad. And it's He'll, he'll fall for it. It's yeah. amazing. I feel like it would be really therapeutic for you to tell the story of me eating all your cookies here. Kind of get that off your chest. <laughs> no, it is off my chest. Is that, it's, yeah? it's, it's gone. Okay. It's, it's not on my chest okay. anymore. But I will I share. Don't know if, I don't know if I've heard no, this. No, we were actually, we literally talked about it the other night. So, like, oh. I guess the other night it wasn't off my chest. But now it is. It is. Um, <laughs> She's free. Nate's mom mm. like gave me a cookie subscription, mm. as you know, for mm-hmm. my birthday. So mm-hmm. each month she would bake me like a batch of cookies, and like my favorite batch was so good. It's when we were living with Nate's parents at the time, and I came upstairs and Nate had like eaten the whole tin, like of my tin. fave batch. Yeah. Oh my so, just... <laughs> That's really funny. Anyway, yeah, we didn't even want to talk about this about you, Nate. Like, there's so many yeah, shining true. qualities about you, but we just have some <laughs> questions that we just wanted to ask mm-hmm. you so that people feel like they can get to know you better. Yeah. Well, maybe, I guess, in part, it's kind of like, I guess I just realized some of my questions are about me, too, but That's I just couldn't really think of any questions to ask you. <laughs> okay, here's my first question for you. What household tour do you wish I did more of? Ooh, that's an interesting question. <laughs> I think if you would wipe under the kind of the grill on the stove, mm. the stove is dirty. Yeah. Okay. More because. Wait, is this like a you're blaming me? No, no, not okay. at all. No, no, if anything, it's be making more mess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so you wish it. Yeah, I was actually gonna do that today. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, nice. That's great. <laughs> okay. Do you want me to say a chore? I wish you did. Sure, definitely. Yeah. <clears throat> Maybe if you vacuumed, like took care of the floors. Just, just vacuumed or like took care of the floors. Sure. Yeah. Anyway, that was was my first question for you. Mm -hmm. Because Adrian and I were like, let's come up with questions. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to think of a question that I haven't asked you. Mm -hmm. Because I do ask you a lot. But I always get responses. No. But my second question for you is if you could ban one of my house decor items, what would it be? This is probably this probably reveals oh Adrian's gonna Sorry, get a call. Microphone. That's okay. If you could ban any of my house de- decor one, sorry, because um something that the podcast should know is Nate loves 
modern, clean line, mm. minimal. I would say even neutral color. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's fair. Uh, decor style. Mm-hmm. I can, well, I know which one I banned, and it hasn't actually. But you can only choose one because you. I feel like you ban something every day. Okay. You ask a question, they get all defensive but already. I'm just saying, just choose one. <laughs> Uh, this item actually hasn't even shown up yet. Diana's oh. got a Zonza clock that she wants to hang up somewhere. So I'm gonna, a Zonza clock? Like the old Dutch Oh, clocks, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if they're Dutch. Dutch. They're yeah, they're yeah. Dutch. Zonza. I think they are, yeah. I think Zonza, never mind. I'm going to want to have to fact check that later. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Zonza clock. Anyway, so apparently it's incoming. But you're it saying is. no to it. I'm saying well, no to it. Well, you can't, yeah. like, okay. if you could, but you can't. I'm just really not. It's, it's from my grandfather who passed. Oh, okay, right. I think if it was right, the right, only right. kind of antique item you had in the house, and it's... we could kind of work in a more of a modern style around mm. it, it would work, but I feel like mm-hmm. the ratio of antique to modern mm. is. But looking low around in here, what's yeah. antique in here right now? Well, I would say that mirror is not exactly modern. I'll replace that mirror. No I think problem. that thing on the the picture on the wall. The picture. Okay. The rug. Well, the rug. All the right. Table. That little candles, side table okay. over there. Side okay. Tables, <laughs> uh, the lamps. The pictures. Yeah, the lamps. And stuff on the fridge. Okay. Do you want me the, to keep going? No. That the little stool over there. Stool that's there. classic. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, now everyone <laughs> thinks that my house is like a little. Child's house. Your new couch is awesome, though. Yeah, yeah. our new couch is awesome. I wish that the podcast could see that. I wish the podcast could see, it too. see all this stuff. Okay, but. well, should I ask my last question or should we circle oh, back? I can ask some questions yeah. here. I got yeah. lots. Um, what's your plan for the garage? What's your dream for the garage? Well, this is a big question. <laughs> like, if it's all up to you. Oh, man, if it was all up to me. Should we give some quick context? Sure, go for it. We live in a house downtown Hamilton. Nate and I live on the main floor. And then Adrian and our friend Jer, Adrian's brother Will, and our friend Dylan live upstairs Mm -hmm. in an apartment. Mm -hmm. And we have a backyard with a full garage. Mm -hmm. And Nate and I have never had a garage space before. Mm -hmm. We've never had a driveway before. Mm -hmm. So, anyways, that's the context. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, well, first of all, it's not in the best shape, so I'd probably want to either knock it down oh, whoa. and rebuild it a bit bigger. Probably mm-hmm. want to make it a bit taller. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, <laughs> first of all, I'd love to turn it into another gym. Yeah. We kind of have, we have a gym space in my parents right now, which is amazing. Which is how many minute walk away? Uh, five. <laughs> So the idea behind right. the garage space would be that it would be probably... The other one's a little far away. So well, that too, yeah. Another one it is, is yeah. <laughs> but it'd probably be two to three times the size of the one of my parents. Oh, wow. Um, so we could do a lot more. We could kind of a couple people and they're working out. And then, you know, if that's kind of turned into a space where I could work with people out of, that'd be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing, we're trying to, we're struggling with our movie slash kind of watching stuff set up so i think it'd be right. kind of cool to have more of a permanent space in there to kind of have a projector and kind of oh. more people in there too. that'd be cool but I maybe an ice bath in there <laughs> sort of like a cold tub i'm having this image now of movie night in the garage and like a bunch of us are lounging <laughs> on the couch in the, and the, in the ice bath the chest freezer, ice yeah bath. for like oh a half God. an hour episode of something <laughs> That would happen. 
how long how like are you supposed to stay in an ice bath? Oh, there's just depends. So many different. But you could do like half an hour. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think you'd freeze. Wouldn't you like yeah, well, lose you'd, you'd circulation? You'd have to build up to it. Hmm. Well, it depending <clears> on how cold the water is too. Do you remember when we all lived at our old house on Rutherford? Mm-hmm. And. Uh, we didn't have, so we had two bathrooms in that house. We had our shower, but you guys had the shower with the bathtub. Mm-hmm. And Nate, I don't know if you even knew this, like was filling up ice cube trays. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nate would fill up, we had like, I think we had two ice cube trays. Uh-huh. And Nate would fill them up and put them in the plastic bag. But yeah, And then carry it upstairs uh-huh. and store it in the fridge upstairs yeah. until he had enough for one ice, ice bath. bath. Yeah, yeah. It took a long time. Freezing <laughs> <laughs> ice by the trays. You didn't want to just like put a whole bunch of water in a big plastic bag and then freeze that and then break it up. That's yeah, a good well, idea. Then just gone to the gas station and got bags of ice. That's also a good idea. <laughs> it would have been quicker. Yeah, or quicker. bought more ice cube trays. Yeah, the best option was probably just to buy from the gas station. Probably, yeah. That's funny. I love okay. how innovative you are. Oh, thanks. That's good. <laughs> Other quick question. If you had to only eat one kind of food for one year, which food would you pick? Eggs. Eggs. Yep. Straight eggs. Straight eggs. Done. Great. Scrambled, sunny side up, you name it. Great. <laughs> Raw. Poached. Raw. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, yeah, okay. I can see it. Yeah, no. Lots Great. Of, lots of protein. Lots of Where stuff. would you buy your eggs from? We've been experimenting with that. Oh. I actually have a good spot right now. I've just been getting free range. If anyone is an egg supplier, yeah. Like. yeah. Uh, just <laughs> drop a note, um, and we'll also advertise your eggs. Yeah, and we're the looking for advertisement. Free range sponsors. for sponsors to pay for. <laughs> <laughs> if you could supply this podcast with yeah. free range eggs, that'd be great. Love it. Um, my question for you is, can you explain one more time to me why barefoot shoes are good shoes? Um, I always forget. A few different reasons. Um, well, there's a couple different parts to them. The first one is that they got a really wide toe box. Um, so in most shoes, your toes are kind of squished and your toes kind of grow together. Because of that, in barefoot shoes, it's a really wide toe box. It looks a little odd, probably the first time you see them. It looks mm-hmm. probably like a little bit like a small flipper. Hmm. Um, but your feet kind of start growing a little wider in them. The other thing is there's zero drop. So kind of from the ball of your foot to the heel, there's no difference um, in the height compared to the ground. Um, and the last thing is the sole is really thin. Um, so you have a lot more contact with the ground. You can feel um, the ground underneath a lot better. And that's a lot kind of better for kind of brain foot connection there too, kind of feeling. Mm. And then the idea is that instead of kind of a whole bunch of cushion um, forcing um, to, keep your, to keep your foot healthy, your foot's doing most of the work. Your arch has to be a little stronger and you kind of have to adjust kind of your stride um, to keep from being super painful kind of landing on your heel and putting all the force kind of into your body so you have to be a lot lighter on your feet mm-hmm. a lot kind of more yeah you kind of just get a better sense of touch with your feet mm-hmm. on the ground as well mm-hmm. 
And when I ran with them for the first time, I like killed my calves. Yeah, and that's and that's because in a regular running shoe, it's kind of easy to kind of feel straight. Mm-hmm. You won't feel it at all because you have a big padded heel at the back. Right. Um, if you're going to run in barefoot shoes and your heel scraping, yeah, it's going to be quite painful. Um, we'll link the barefoot shoes in the bio. Bevos. <laughs> yeah, we'll link Bevos. Yeah. Brand of choice. I mm-hmm. jumped right into the deep and end and got the most expensive mm. one. Oh, there you go. You don't have to do that. <laughs> one thing about Nate, which uh, you're probably noticing in this podcast, is he'll often like get into certain things. You know, like he'll go through his phases. He'll get really interested in very specific type things. Yeah. And like, it's, it's often things that I've never heard of before. You know, <laughs> like it's a little bit outside the box. And you've probably heard this now. Like his answer for like eggs or like barefoot shoes, ice baths. It's kind of interesting. And so even like. In the years living with Nate, like you always see him going through different phases of stuff. So let's take some time and just recap the some thing. of these phases yeah. that Nate has gone through. Um, <laughs> and so and has stuck to some to his credit. He has, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like Nate, how would you even describe it? Like, do you go through phases? Like, what is it about these things that like gets you into them, kind of thing? I think, I think naturally, I'm someone that loves to try new things yeah which has you know amazing positives to it but a whole bunch of negatives as well mm. um, I'm kind of sometimes have a tough time sticking to things mm. but I'm just enchanted by something new that's mm. a new goal a new idea uh, it really excites me mm. um, and you like to put what you're learning into practice yeah so very much my fire burns bright Mm-hmm. Very, very bright for a short time, and then often mm-hmm. completely yeah. dies out, for better or for worse. And then every once in a while, one kind of keeps burning slowly in the background. Sometimes it keeps on burning. Yeah. But it's, it's great, though. Like, sorry, before getting to them, other quick question. Like, if you're fired up about something, do you ever have it that there's, like, stuff that you have to make yourself passionate about? Or is it always the thing itself will give you the motivation? Or is it, like, do you know what I mean? Kind of, yeah. Like the thing will make you fired up and you're like, oh, I have to go do that thing. Or do you ever have it that you're like, oh, there's this thing, but I should, should be, be oh, fired yeah. up about it? No, it's always the former. Like I'm always very excited by whatever I'm doing. Okay. If I'm not interested in it, it doesn't last. Right. Or if I don't can see some really, really good benefits to right. it, then it's not going to last. Like if it's, if it's not huh. really improving my life, then <clears throat> no patience for it. Yeah, okay. it's an interesting life with living it's, it's with very different phases. Than, yeah. yeah, okay, so let's hear yeah. some phases. Let's examples. go through them. Maybe you can say if you'd like to talk about it more, or you could say no comment if you wanted. We'll give, <laughs> we'll give you that freedom. The first phase I have written down is when you like were sleeping on the floor, the hardwood floor. Yeah. Oh, there's my dryer. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> When you were sleeping on the hardwood floor, that face. I remember coming into our room, because Nate, uh, a lot of the time, well, no, not in this season of life, but you'll sometimes go to bed earlier than me when you want to go to bed at like eight. And um, you were lying on the floor with my grandmother's like afghan, it has like holes (laughs) in it. This must have been during the summer. (laughs) It was like over (laughs) you, and your like two toes were like poking through the holes. And your arms were like crossed, like over your chest. 
so you're just like lying really straight. Do you remember sleeping on the floor? I do remember that. I think the rational at that point was I was having a bit of lower back pain. Mm. And for some reason I, <laughs> you know, villainized the mattress. Um, yeah. Decided to try the ground and see how that affects kind of my back. And I think uh, the first night I tried it, my back felt a lot better <laughs> getting up. Um, and then you were I like, I'm never sleeping on the bed again. I think I did it. <laughs> there was also the time you just wanted to sleep in the hammock all the time. Yes. Yeah, that was another... Or not all the time, but... Sleeping in the hammock outside on the balcony. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was another, I think, lower back. No, but it, it was also, you kept telling me, in our new house, I want to have a bed, an outdoor bedroom. Yes. What? I also... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, he wants to have a sleep outside in a tent, basically. Okay, the rationale for that, though, was different. Okay. My recovery is kind of on my, my fitness tracker, my uh-huh. bootstrap, rose way higher when we were camping. Right. Um, so I've had that before too, actually. Yeah. Sometimes the sleeps while camping just. Oh, they're amazing. Yeah. yeah. So I was wondering if there's a correlation there. Yeah. So then we back. A little technical issue there, but we're back. Where, where what was I saying? Correlation sleep camping. Sleeping outside sleeping and outside. Yeah. higher recovery. Yeah. So I found my recoveries were higher. Mm-hmm. So I jumped in the jumped in the hammock outside in the balcony and. Found the same thing when I was sleeping out on the balcony. My recoveries were a lot higher, and something about the shape of the hammock, my back felt better sure. a couple nights, whatever that means. Probably no correlation there at all, but did feel good a couple nights, so I kept doing it. Love it. Um, so that was kind of the rationale, mainly just sleeping outside in the higher recovery, higher heart rate variability. So we have to talk about, like, obviously, tape on the mouth, mm-hmm. right? That's probably what one of your first things that you tried and I'll never forget well it was in COVID Nate and I were working we were living with your parents it was like when everything was really shut down and you were uber eats driving and you were listening to this book on sleep did he talk about the tape on the mouth in the book so no actually I was listening to a book on breathing oh breathing Um, that's right the oxygen advantage not being a mouth breather that too yes and then Nate decided he was going to tape his mouth, and I didn't believe him. And then I came upstairs, and sure enough, he had green painter's tape taped across his mouth. So funny. And every night since. Wow. You've been taping. Well, still. Yeah. Yeah, still. Wow. But I was always a, like a chronic mouth breather. Um, and my mouth would always be really dry hmm. in the morning. So the author was talking about how your sleep improves and just the benefits of nasal breathing. So I said, and he suggested mouth taping. So I gave it a whirl. My sleep got a lot better. And yeah, when you wake up, my mouth wasn't dry. Mm-hmm. It felt a lot more kind of fresh and mm-hmm. not gross in the mouth too. So I would say I do it probably, well, it's been more consistent recently. But mm-hmm. It's kind of off and on for a couple of years, and now I've refined my game. I'm not using green painter's tape anymore. And yeah, you don't play around. Tape now. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, we also have written down, mm-hmm. you brought this up, when, uh, when we were at home in Rutherford, and 
Nate would soak his feet. Oh, yeah. I walked in one day, and Nate's sitting on the couch, like, back perfectly straight, <laughs> holding up a book, reading it. So he can't even, like, see in front of him because he's holding the book in front of his face. Back is just so straight. And both of his feet are sitting in our pots, like our cooking <laughs> pots. <laughs> so that we would cook food. And, and there was, like, filled with water, and his feet so are just gay. in there. <laughs> this is so Were you gay. doing hot and cold treatment? Or... Yeah, so I hurt my foot. I just... So I was trying to... Oh, yeah, you hurt your foot. <laughs> I was trying to... One pot was hot and one was cold. Pots. Yeah, so like... one was hot and one was cold. I was doing a bit of a contra bath, trying to get some more blood flow to my foot. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'm trying to heal that up. Kind of work well. Right, you gotta played channel, a part in. Gotta channel the blood the from foot. one foot to the other, right? No, I'm just more just increasing the blood flow. But yeah, <laughs> that would be an interesting take on it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, a phase that I don't know if you know about Adrian okay. is Nate has dreams for our home to be something called like movement friendly. Has he talked to you about this? Movement, like the just like nothing in it, just open space. Kind of, part of it, like yeah. my take on it, it's like, it's weird. Movement like, friendly. That's my I don't take think on that's it. the title though. I don't think that's yeah, you say movement friendly, don't you? No, oh. What is it? Well, Something it's basically else? you put like, you have like floor beds, and you mm -hmm. put like your dishes on the bottom cupboard, so that you have to like crouch to get them, and you oh. don't have a couch. You just have pillows on the ground. So you're always like moving up and down and like... And you have like pebbles on your floor so your feet can get used to different textures. Yeah. It and sounds, he keeps trying to convince it, me to have a movement-friendly home. It like, sounds oh, like the kind rich, of... That's what's oh, called. movement-rich. Oh. It yeah, sounds yeah, like yeah. the kind of place that if people are doing like a psych experiment on someone, <laughs> they'll make them live in a house like that for a week. I'm just like, no one's going to want to come over if we just have like pebbles observe people <laughs> living in a space like that. pebbles there. We can have wood chips maybe oh, maybe have heard. some really dull nails too to kind yeah. of walk over no yeah. way yeah, we could try all kinds of textures maybe some grass yeah grass that'd be yeah. interesting get the vein maybe I could do it some sod maybe yeah some sod not maybe. into it I'm not into it the, yeah that's a really funny one actually <laughs> and we could also talk about like the food stuff that it's gone through like well we could talk about the smoothie bags. Smoothie bags, that's funny. These are Hannah's favorite. No, we had a really, we had quite a big argument about this, actually. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. I, first of all, just don't like, maybe actually a better name is like Factory Nate. When Nate went through Factory that phase Nate. of mm. like wanting to pre-make as much food as possible. Because like the overnight oats. He would make overnight yes. oats in a huge tub. Like yes. for the whole week. But hold it huge up because it was for all of us. For all of us, yeah. Nate used yeah, to make yeah. all of our breakfast. Yeah. And then yeah. Adrian, Jared, and I would split up the meals. Yeah. Like, Which like, was great. Totally yeah, makes sense. But much. it's just funny watching Nate with like a huge tub. And I, I remember the kitchen upstairs, there was like 15 bags of oats. Yeah. Like he just yeah. like stored yeah. it all up there. Yeah. And then Nate thought it was, you, you liked the idea of, um, like making all the smoothie in a plastic bag, so putting all the bananas and the frozen fruit. But then you had this certain recipe where you could like put cocoa powder in it and chia seeds. I put everything in the you bag. Put everything in the bag, <laughs> which, you know, I get it. Like you'd think that that would work, but then, IMO, they were disgusting. Whoa! Right? Like <laughs> some are better than others. Some yeah, of the smoothies were really like good. the cocoa powder dried it out. 
smoothies? Like, they would, the, like the, the bag. The cocoa butter uh, dried out the ingredients. And I couldn't explain that. And we had a big argument yeah. about it. And hmm. you... Well, I think I don't you actually just, remember you what just, we were arguing about. But you just, you, I think your thought was that as soon as you combine <laughs> ingredients, it's not as fresh, which is fair. Mm. And I think where right. I went wrong is I maybe should have kept the cocoa powder and the seeds and all that inside of that mm. bag. And, and frankly, the bananas. Fruit. Yeah, probably I should have just Frankly, you could have just bananas. made a smoothie from scratch, frankly. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. then That's the stuff would know. get like... <laughs> That was this is an example okay. of a fire burning very bright. Factory very Nate. short. Factory Nate. Yeah. yeah. Same with like the mass production of overnight oats. Like mm-hmm. I feel like you for a while you prepared them. Long. No, but <laughs> for a while you prepared them in that extra large container. Like that's meant for shoes or something. Oh. Like that one with the snap lid. Oh yeah, there was a snap like, lid. That, that one was, was funny. a little Yeah. That was like a bin. Yeah. A rubber made <laughs> bin. A bin. <laughs> that was a bin. <laughs> Literally. If you ever need to move, just let us know. We got a we got a big bin for you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, any other like phases that? Yeah, maybe like the last or one of the last ones I'll say is recently, mm-hmm. a fire that burned very bright, very quick, and then okay. just went out right away was uh-huh. Nate wanted to remove all the clocks in our home. Okay. Yeah. What was the the well, vibe behind that? Yeah, I can't think about where my mind was at with that, but just how tied to time we are mm-hmm. in this culture mm-hmm. and just kind of everything's kind of measured by how much you get done in this amount of time mm-hmm. and kind of always being hurried kind of partially inspired by the ruthless elimination mm. of hurry by yeah, we are John Mark that. Homer too mm-hmm. just how kind of we're always going from thing to thing planning mm-hmm. out you know little increments with the focus on efficiency mm. as opposed to maybe quality um, and being present, just kind of enjoying what we're doing. So I find for me at least, the clock keeps me kind of a little bit uh, on edge and a little bit. True. But now you use it. I think there's a place for it, but I, I took a step back <laughs> and realized that there are some, some downsides mm. to having everything revolving around the clock. Yeah. I like your phases. Yeah, phases are great. Um, you saying that book made me think of another question. If you could think of like top three books that you would recommend, or like top three like influential books in your life over the past like five years or so. Yeah. Do you have any? Mm-hmm. Doesn't have to be like these are the top three forever, but like yeah. just top three that come to your mind. Yeah, for sure. Um, the first one is actually probably the one I'm reading right now. Hmm. It's called Peak Performance by Steve Magnus and Brad Stolberg. Um, and I like it because it's just a very scientifically based book on kind of performance, getting things done, hmm. but also kind of holding that tension of being present, kind of enjoying what you're doing, right. you know, having it be sustainable. Um, they talk about, yeah, important purposes to what you're doing and avoiding burnout and resting well as well so i think it's just a very realistic take on performance while also giving great insights how to get better at things like life performance or yeah you can apply it to anything they they use athletes they use doctors they use scientists artists you name it wow all kinds of people as examples that's probably one Mm -hmm. 
Um, man's search for meaning is yeah. unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Kind of tying back into meaning there as well. Mm-hmm. Is, Victor Frankl? Yeah, Victor Frankl. Um, pretty much just laying out that service to others is the mm-hmm. only thing that's going to give you meaning. Mm-hmm. While well, I try to practice that. Um, that's a, Yeah, that's very, very, very important. Um, the last, oh, so many good ones. Yeah. Um, I've been kind of working through the power of now by hmm. Dr. Tolley, where it's not um, explicitly Christian at all. It, he kind of talks about a lot of different um, religious traditions, mm-hmm. but just the importance of being present and how, how the present kind of has to be most important kind of when looking at anything. Oh, how yeah. much time we spend kind of looking forward and worrying about moments that haven't come and miss out on the ones that we have right now. Um, so that was that from the, because we were talking a little bit about this when we were laying sod, right? Yeah. Is that, is this the idea behind that? Pretty much, yeah. What is that idea? Because you were talking about like, you know, the forethought or living in the moment. Do you remember that? Like kind of. impactful moments or something like that? Like the meaning that we give things is only like for the specific moment that we're living in or that kind of thing. Like as, as far as like effort, is that what we're talking about? I think we were talking about like meaning that we give to things, mm. you know, like the importance of a moment. Right. Yeah. And how we often use time to kind of, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Give moments value. Yes. Um, I mean, I think what we're, an example we're talking about is even just running, mm-hmm. um, how you know a good run is kind of well I mean it's probably part of it but the amount of effort we put into the run um, versus kind of the amount of time that it is right and if it's something that we felt like we performed well over a certain amount of time mm-hmm. and our performance is consistent then we define it as good right whereas the truth probably is that there's so many nuanced, unique moments within that run. Um, I, well, I think the, the main thing is moving away from valuing things, hmm. like from everything being good and bad, hmm. and to just thinking about it in the present moment, just as. Right. Well, I think too, like life inherently is all kinds of little actions and little things that we do. Hmm. And without that, life would kind of suck, right? If we didn't right. have things to do, if we didn't have um, tasks and things to chase after, our life would be pretty empty. So hmm. then to, it's almost like taking it for granted, right? If we kind of valuing these things as bad, good, taking for granted the, the fact that we do have things to do and tasks hmm. to. And the task in the present moment are the things that give it meaning yeah exactly yeah and in the moment we don't if you're if you're really present it's tough to really value something it just kind of is what it is hmm. right so i think that's kind of mainly what i learned from from that book that's very hmm. interesting interesting actually. Yeah. yeah good question nate's reading a lot all the time yeah listening a lot listening and always audible listening the books. <laughs> and always yeah. push against the fact that I read a lot which is true well <laughs> you, you, yeah I'll say I'll say you read a lot but you yeah anyways um, yeah I think we better just go off our ending cues unless oh 
Did you want to sing something for us? Oh, wow. That's, that's great, Pam. I'm, thankfully, you want to showcase my other talents, too. That's great. I'm going to well, pass this time. We were in I the like car. Um, we were in the car. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you told me you had rewritten my whole EP, uh, but happy or something like that. Well, uh, I didn't rewrite the whole EP, but oh. I did have an idea to maybe do a happy edition of it. Mm. Happy, my, my inspiration was happy version. Yeah. yeah. Like, no, it's Tesla 3 a.m. edition. Yeah. You know, Tesla happy, happy edition. edition. <laughs> yeah. What was the best one? Like, happy thoughts, happy thoughts. <laughs> Catch myself. I don't remember what lyrics, but definitely. Eckert is shaking. Instead of dark. Uh, <laughs> That's so true. Yeah, I guess that goes a little bit in conflict with what I was saying. But what was another? We had another. Um, do you love, do you love me? me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that'll be coming out soon. Oh, yeah. I'm fun. not ready. That's good. So we have two questions that we're going to be asking um, our guests. Yeah. Um, to end off the, the podcast uh -huh. and it's about things that we're both into which is coffee and music yeah so the first one very important question how do you take your coffee i feel like i'm probably going to be the only person on this podcast that doesn't take it black wow but, okay, uh, okay. <laughs> maybe not there's other fellow double double souls out there mm -hmm. maybe but yeah so i do take my coffee double double there we go and, and for those like who might not know what a double double is Two cream, two sugar. Adrian is looking shocked most people, as he should be. No, most people but like, know if there's a non-Canadian listening to this, they're going to know. Adrian's putting it in the dic dictionary. No. Yeah, really? Yeah, double-double. Well, I thought I it was just like it. a Tim's thing. <laughs> like, does your friend Hedvig know what a double-double is? She might not. Because I two thought cream, it was a Tim Hortons thing. There you go. Hedvig, let me know. Double-double is two cream, two sugar. <laughs> okay, so that's how you like your coffee. And the second question is, what's your favorite song right now? It could even just be in like this past week. Mm -hmm. What's been your jam? Uh, that uh, Haley Steinfeld song. Haley Steinfeld <laughs> featuring Anderson Pack. It's called Coast. Nate will play it like six oh, okay. times in a row. That's okay. awesome. Love it. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us. Thanks for being it's our first guest. So fun. We really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, really cool. appreciate it. Many more great guests to come. Yes. And uh, thanks for being with us for this first episode of our podcast. Talk to you later.